0: WMGM.
1: Hi, it's Nita Strauss calling.
0: Hi, Nita Strauss. Sean Patrick, how you doing? I'm
1: good, Sean. How are you?
0: Awesome. I thank you for taking some time out today.
1: No, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, I think I saw this the other day on Instagram. You have a cat named Pantera?
1: Yes. Pantera is my cat.
0: That is awesome.
1: Oh, she's a vet. When we first got her, she really looked like a little Panther. In Spanish, you know, like not only is Pantera an amazing band, but um, Pantera is also Spanish for Panther, so it was perfect.
0: I have a soft spot for black cats. I've had three in my lifetime and they're they're awesome.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I have two little black rescue dogs and Pantera is my little black rescue cat. So they're they're all about the same size and she's by far the biggest jerk of the three, but <laughs> they're all amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds like the tuxedo cat I have now. She's just very, 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 very moody.
1: Yeah, you know, it's moody is the perfect word because like she's a sweet, she's a sweetheart, you know, and she gets cranky because she stays at the house while we're on the road, and you know we have friends or neighbors come and
0: look in on her and play with her, but then
1: we get home and you would think she'd be excited to see us, but she's just kind of like, ugh, okay, well you're back. <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> sounds uh sounds like a typical cat. Secondly, how about those LA Rams?
1: about those LA Rams what a great win what a great game honestly and I was happy to get the win but more importantly like what a great game I think with every Super Bowl everybody just goes oh I just want to see a good game and I want to see a good game but I also want to see a good win and I think uh, I got exactly what I wanted
0: you did and of course you have ties to the LA Rams now will you get a ring for for kind of being like the house guitar player there You know, I I don't know. That's been the question on everybody's mind.
1: Uh, I wish I had an answer. I sure hope so. I know exactly where I'm going to put it in the house if it comes, but I'm not going to hold my breath. You know, the team is the one that got the win and, If if I get one, I'll be really, really excited, but I don't
0: know. That would be pretty tremendous. We are looking forward to having you here on March 1st, Anchor Rock Club, cool venue. Tickets are on sale at 1037wmgm.com. Now, we had you here in September when you played with Alice Cooper. It was a tremendous show, but for everyone listening, what can they expect from a Nita Strauss solo show?
1: So the Alice show, obviously, is super fun, very theatrical, and we borrow a lot of that energy from the Alice show. You know, we bring, we like to call it big rock in a small hole. You know, we're not playing nearly as big of venues as Alice, but we try to bring that same energy, that same level of excitement to the show that people are going to see. Of course, it's a lot of guitar. You know, it's a lot of notes being played. Um, but even for non-guitar players, I know that non-guitar players sometimes are reluctant to go to a solo guitar show. But it's a fun, fun show anyway. It's
0: going to be a good time. Another congratulations. Number one rock song, Dead Inside with David Draymond. How'd you hook up with him for this? Yeah, it's it's been wild. Yeah, you know, it's my
1: first time really at rock radio. And to be able to come out of the gate swinging like that—it's really, really cool. David and my boyfriend Josh have actually known each other about 20 years, and when we were in the studio working on the record, Josh was the first one to look around the room and go, we got to get David Draymond on this. We sent him over the song, just the music, no lyrics, no melody, and David really took it, took the ball and ran with it, did his thing, you know, came up with such a powerful concept, such powerful lyrics and melody. It was really, it was really organic and cool. I think this is how writing music is supposed to be, you know, it's not just... Everybody correcting and pinching and pulling and fixing and, you know, tugging and whatnot. It was just great song, organic flow, and uh, we're really proud of how it came out.
0: Number one song. It's, it's amazing to come right out of the gate with that. Now, you had a chance at one point in time to perform that song live with him. What was that like getting on stage with Dave?
1: It was amazing, you know, it was, the whiskey is my hometown, my home venue, I've played on that stage since I was a teenager, so for me, every time being there feels like being home, and uh, it was actually David's first time performing on the whiskey stage, which is crazy, I guess at his level, he just sort of bypassed that small club stage <laughs> and went straight, you know. They, they paid their dues in a different city, of course. Not that he bypassed paying his dues, but he had never played there. So to feel a presence as big as his on a stage that small was very, very special and very cool.
0: Nice. So let's swing it way back in time. Little Nita, who inspired you to pick up the guitar and become this amazing guitar player?
1: So I actually first fell in love with the guitar you know everybody has a an album that inspired them or whatever or you know first came a song then mine was a movie and the movie was called Crossroads ah yes and- Seeing Steve Vai in Crossroads was what made me sit up on my, I was laying down on my stomach on the floor watching the TV, watching the movie, and when Steve Vai came on the screen and started playing, I just sat straight up and I was like, that's what I want to do. I was 12 years old, I had just gotten a guitar, but I didn't really play much yet, I wasn't inspired to really learn it and play it, and when I saw Steve Vai in Crossroads, I was like, that's what I want to do, that's for me.
0: Have you ever had a chance to uh, meet Steve Vai and tell him this story?
1: I have, actually, and funny enough, the first time I met Steve, he was the one that brought the story up to me, which was a little embarrassing, <laughs> to <be honest. laughs> you know, because he said, wow, you talk about me a lot in your interviews, and I really do, you know, in every one of my interviews that I get asked what was my inspiration, I always will say, Steve Vai and Crossroads. So it was funny to meet Steve and have him be familiar with me telling that story, and then uh, I've had the chance to perform with him a couple times since then. Uh, first, to benefit a charity that he works with called Extraordinary Families, and then again at NAM in 2020, right before everything shut down, for the release of the new PIA guitar. And uh, each time, more amazing than the last. He's just such a gracious person, such an amazing performer. It's it's truly a privilege every time to get to stay on stage with him.
0: A reminder for everybody, Nita Strauss doing a show here in Atlantic City, Anchor Rock Club, Tuesday, March 1st. Get your tickets through 1037wmgm.com. We spoke back in 2018. I think you were doing an Alice show here in, uh, in Atlantic City, but you were talking, I guess you were getting ready to record or release uh, your solo record, Controlled Chaos. Um, and I know you're recording a new record now, obviously we got dead inside from from that solo record to to what's we're gonna get in, in the future from from you what's the difference of the records what can people expect and what what's the recording process been
1: uh the biggest difference is definitely going to be this one have some vocals on it you know controlled chaos being all instrumental was kind of what I expected to do right out of the gate you know following the footsteps of my heroes, T. Vi, Paul Gilbert, and just make instrumental guitar music. And then as I grew as a songwriter and grew a little bit as a musician, we decided to just branch out, get in front of some new eyes and new audience. So this album, the upcoming album is going to be half instrumental and half with vocals. I've got some incredible vocalists on it, some of my favorite singers of all time, some legacy artists, some newer artists. Some male, some female, uh, a really, really cool eclectic mix, and then of course some instrumental stuff too, which is sort of my bread and butter. That's what I do, and I do, you know, I do them both with passion. But you know, instrumental music is kind of my passion, so uh, I didn't want to completely leave that by the wayside. So you hear plenty of that as well.
0: We're looking forward to that. We mentioned you play with Alice Cooper. I don't think you have. have you ever recorded with Alice? And if you have, what's that like recording with that legend?
1: We actually just finished a big chunk of the recording for the next Alex Cooper record, which is really exciting. It'll be my first record with him. You know, eight years in the band, so it's uh, it's been a long time coming. You know, he's the band has always been on standby. Anytime he was ready for us, and this time finally. Uh, he and Bob Ezrin were ready for us to make some magic with them. So it's it's been a really fun process. They gave us a lot of, I wouldn't say creative control, but they gave us a lot of creative input. You know, they gave us a lot of say. They really let us make an album that sounds like this touring band, which I think Sam will really enjoy because we have a really special insight to the Alice Cooper fan line because we spend more time with you guys than anybody.
0: When I talked to Alice uh, last year, I just couldn't rave enough about Detroit stories. It was such a great record. Were they fun to play live with all the other Alice uh, classics? Oh, of course. You know, the fun
1: thing about an Alice Cooper show is there's no boring song. You know, there's no song where you just roll your eyes and you go, oh, God, you know, now we got to play 18. Now we got to play School's Out. I mean, they're all fun. The new songs, the old songs, you know, we've been doing Go, Man, Go from Detroit Stories. We've been doing uh, rock and roll. Um, there are some really, really fun tunes we've been doing live on this tour, and uh, and it's a blast. There's no unfun Alice Cooper song.
0: I tell everybody you you should see Alice Cooper live at least once in your life. It's just visually stunning the songs are great he always has the best players with him obviously having you in the band is. he also told me that you are he he said you're solely responsible for bringing in roses on white lace back into the set list which is my favorite my favorite alice cooper song and i had seen him from 96 all the way up until i guess 2018 and it took that long to get that live I did campaign for
1: that song very hard. (laughs) Um, Possibly a little too hard for a while, but we got it in in the end, and it's really fun, you know, seeing the crowd reaction... I kind of selfishly wanted to play it because I love that song. The Kane Roberts stuff is right in my wheelhouse, you know, just kind of like right in my comfort zone playing-wise. So I knew that this touring band could knock it out of the park. I don't ask for much in the show, but that one I did, like, I campaigned real hard for it. And it's been really fun seeing the crowd reaction to it because, you know, it makes me realize I'm not the only one that wanted to hear that song. You guys wanted to hear that song, too, and that's that's cool.
0: I then I thank you personally for getting that song in that set list because when I saw it was gonna be in there I guess in 2018 I like I lost it I'm like oh my god because I used to interview him and I'm like when are you gonna when are you gonna pull something out from constrictor and uh, you know Prince of darkness and raise your fist and yell and he's like oh, you know it's certain guitar playing and he says I got a shredder in the band now so now it works you know and what's funny about that and it's it's
1: so flattering that he says that and I'm super grateful but like really honestly Ryan Roxy is more than capable of playing all that stuff, too. Like, I I think Ryan sometimes gets discounted as more like the rock and roll guy. Ryan is such an accomplished player. Like, if, if Alice wanted to do that kind of stuff, I think he absolutely could have. Ryan's been in the band on and off since 96. I think it's more just my vibe. Like, you know, those songs are more my vibe, but he could have done it. You know, it's it's flattering that he says I'm the only one who can do it. But really, Ryan, Ryan could have done it. Damon Johnson could have done it. Kerry Kelly could have done it. Like, all of these guys, I think I think I just kind of pushed him over the edge with.
0: I can see you now just going, Alice, please, Alice. He was
1: so sick of hearing me talk about it, honestly. And what's funny <laughs> is, like, I have been talking about it for so long. I think they bought that wedding dress in, like, 2016 or 17. And we didn't start playing it until summer of 2019. I think that wedding dress sat in the wardrobe case for at least a year and a half, two years
0: before it got used. Nita Strauss, we got her coming to town, Atlantic City Anchor Rock Club, March 1st, it's a Tuesday night. Uh the Anchor is a, such a cool little venue. You're going to you're going to slay this place. I think you're going to get there and you're going to be like this place is so cool. It's an old like nightclub like that you would go out and drink and dance and stuff and they have made it into this little rock club and it's going to be such such a good night on Tuesday, March 1st. And we're looking forward to to more new solo music. Congratulations once again, Dead Inside number 1 rock song. We can't wait to get you back here in AC, Nita. Thank
1: you so much it's my solo band's first time coming to atlantic city i've obviously been there a lot with alice i have a ton of history there i actually shot my guitar world cover with alice in atlantic city like i have so many fond fond memories of being there with coop so it's going to be so great to bring my solo band there for the first time i looked at the club the club looks amazing so we're just so excited
0: awesome awesome you heard that everybody get your tickets join us out there at the anchor rock club Continued success. I hope maybe when you you get here in Atlantic City, you'll be able to tell me that you're going to have an L.A. Rams Super Bowl ring. I hope they give you one.
1: I hope so, too. You and me both. Let's let's just keep our fingers crossed for that.
0: Awesome. We'll see you on March 1st. Thank you for your time and all the best.
1: All the best. Bye-bye.